Hey, good evening. This is Pastor Omar Rivera with the 915 Pastors Roundtable. Thank you for joining me again this evening. And we're going to be continuing on the um, topic of the Holy Spirit. I moved to a new platform. Uh, I am now on Bodpeen, Podbean uh, platform. And uh, we'll be uh, going on there for our new... Um, you know, we just find new platforms to be able to talk from and be able to use. There are sometimes better platforms out there, and so this one has been uh, brought to my attention, and I uh, switched over from Buzzsprout to Bodbean, to Bodbean. And so, anyways, um, it's been a, it's been pretty interesting in trying to get used to the uh, the new system. Um, but it's all good for the glory of God. Amen. And so today we're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit. This is our sixth session together on it. And um, we are going to spend some time on in here uh, how he relates to uh, to us. We talked about that last time, how he relates to us and how he, um, you know, he, he talks to us. He has a... He's intelligent. He seeks wisdom from God. He gives us insight. He helps us to discern spirits. He helps us to uh, understand the Word of God. And so, um, this is what the Holy Spirit does. And so, it's um, it, it has to do a, a lot with what you believe. And I I truly believe in the power of the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Holy Spirit, um, especially um. And speaking of tongues, and I know a lot of people have issues with that, but you know what? It's it's um, it's true. It's it's real. It's it's alive. It, he he uh, helps us to understand, and so I think that it's uh, he's a he's a third person of the Trinity. We have God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So I just want to talk about um, he is God. Um, not only is the Spirit a person, but He is a unique person, for He is God. Proofs of personality are not necessarily proofs of a deity, of deity, but proofs of deity are also proofs of His personality. If God is a person, and if the Spirit is also God, then He is a person also. So, in other words, if God is, has a, a spirit, if God has a, is a spiritual being, then we know that uh, He helps us to understand um, the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit has a personality, just like God, just like Jesus Christ, you know, God's Son who came to the earth to die for our sins, the, the, the good news of salvation. If, um, his his affiliation shows deity. The divine names of the Spirit reveals His deity. Sixteen times... He is related by by name to the other two persons of the Trinity. In Acts chapter 16, verse 7, the Spirit of Jesus, and in 1 Corinthians 6, 11, the Spirit of our God. <clears throat> Further uh, promise of our Lord to send another helper in John 14, 16. So he has different names to show that, um, number one, he is uh, a uh, a special person part of the Trinity and that he has full uh, authority just like God and so <clears throat> here we have um, 
His attributes are those that belong to God alone. As we see, as we have seen, the Spirit has attributes. But he uh, he also possesses attributes that only God has, which shows their, which shows therefore that he is deity. There are attributes. Uh, these attributes are omnipotence by virtue of his work in creation. Let's go to Job, Job, excuse me, Job 34, 33, verse 4. Excuse me. Job 33, verse 4. It says here in Job 33, verse 4, The Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of the Almighty gives me life. So here we see that the breath it was breathed into man, just like it was in the beginning with Adam and that, uh, and with Eve. And that breath comes from the Holy Spirit, and the Spirit breathed in, and it gives him life. Amen. Let's also look at Psalms 104. Psalms 104. If we can go there real quick. Psalms 104. And we're going to look at verse 30. Psalms 104, verse 30. And it says, You send forth your spirit, and they are created, and you renew the face of the earth. So he sends forth his spirit. Uh, they, are, they are created. And in, in other words, uh, we are created beings, and you renew the face of the earth. Okay? He also is truth, love, life giver. But man can be these things in a, but man can be these things in a relative sense as well. His actions are those that only God can perform. He was the cause of the virgin birth. And if we go to Luke one thirty five, everyone knows um, of the story of the virgin birth. But just for those who may not remember or may not understand, um, Luke chapter 1, verse 35, it said, And the angel of the Lord, and the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also the Holy One, who is to be born will be called the Son of God. And here it shows that the Holy Spirit is going to indwell in Mary and, uh, excuse me, uh, in Mary, yes, in Mary, because he also, uh, the, the angel of the Lord appeared to Elizabeth, okay? Elizabeth was the mother of John the Baptist, and another thing about this uh, story uh, we can read here um, that uh, Mary, when she went to go visit Elizabeth, if we look down um, in verse 41 of the same chapter, verse uh, chapter 1 of Luke, it says, And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary that the babe leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Then she spoke out with a loud 
voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. See, so the Holy Spirit that dwelled in that dwells inside Mary also uh, indwelled in Elizabeth. And when Mary greeted Elizabeth when she went to her home, to Elizabeth's home, she greeted Elizabeth and the baby inside of the womb of Elizabeth began to jump. In other words, recognizing that the other woman in the room, which is Mary, had a child and was with child and that child was the son of God and the spirit both acknowledged they, they both acknowledged each other through the power of the Holy Spirit amen and let's go to second Peter uh, chapter 1 second Peter chapter 1 um Second Peter chapter one verse twenty-one. And it says, For it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness, not having known it to turn from the holy commandments delivered to him. Okay. So what we have here is that uh we're talking about false teachers having experienced the cleansing power of Christ and now rejecting him. Hence, they have returned to their former corrupt lifestyle and, and are worse off than they were before. Believers who fall into apostasy by deliberately rejecting the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ are in a more, tra a more tragic position than unconverted pagans. That's a that's a that's an interesting uh, verse there. Um, I'm gonna write this down here, Second Peter chapter two, and I'm going to write a verse twenty and twenty one. Twenty to twenty one. Because a lot of people in the world are like that today. You know, it it, it, it talks about uh, in verse 20 it says for if after they have escaped the pollution of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ they are again entangled in them and overcome the latter end is worse for them than the beginning for it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than having known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered to them but it has been, and verse 22 says, But it has happened to them according to the, true, to the true proverb. A dog returns to his own vomit, and a soul having washed to her wallowing in the mire. You see, it's even worse for people who, who, are, who are Christians and follow Christ and 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 have accepted and know the way of righteousness. You see, that's what it says in verse 20, known the way of righteousness, then having known it to turn the from the holy commandment delivered to them. <clears throat> so so um he uh this is saying that the Holy Spirit is an agent in giving the inspired scriptures. 
uh, he he the Holy Spirit was also involved in the creation of the world that we knew that right that he he uses other word uses the Spirit of God in the Old Testament we may ask the reference clearly uh, to the third person of the Trinity or to God as spirit which he is okay and so we know that the Spirit of the Lord it says in in, in Genesis that the Spirit of the Lord hovered upon the face of the earth. I, I truly believe that when God spoke, the Holy Spirit moved and formed the earth and the waters and the land and created the animals and breathed into them. And he created the man and, 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 and breathed into them. It says, uh, absolutely none other than the Holy Spirit is here under consideration. It may require the full light of the New Testament relationship to enable us to discern that the spirit of god here is the same as he as he who is in the new testament is seen to be the holy spirit but having the light we need uh having that light we need not to hesitate to believe that it sheds clear light back on the old testament usage of ex of the expression does it not seem reasonable that the spirit of inspiration should have so worded the words that bear upon his activity that when that when the full new testament revelation has come all statements concerning the spirit are in perfect harmony with this later revelation okay so it's the same spirit from the old testament and the new testament okay and uh he sheds light uh, clear light back on the old testament uh, uh, uses of the expressions now in other words like he is the spirit of the lord or or the spirit of the lord hovered upon the face of the earth and the, the spirit of the lord moved uh, it's always um especially like when ezekiel said the spirit of the lord uh, took me or i was taken somewhere um when uh, when people are uh overshadowed by the holy spirit but yet in the new testament we are indwelled with the holy spirit it's totally different and and um and that was according according to job chapter 2 right we read that last week where it says that i will pour out my spirit on all on everyone who 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 is everyone everyone who believes in God the Father and in His Son Jesus Christ, and that He died for their sins and was resurrected on the third day for salvation. And that is what we believe in. Amen. <clears throat> Let's look at the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament. Since we're since we're touching about his attributes and last week, and you know, we're talking about his attributes and what he can do, can't do, and he's his person. Um, we also talked last week about um, he exhibits actions of a person. In other words, he told people to, hey, you know, like, uh, like uh, Philip, go to the to this to this um, uh, wagon, and 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 there's a eunuch there, and he got into the wagon and. You know, the, the Spirit of the Lord, the Holy Spirit told him to go there, right? Okay? And and so even the the, uh, uh, the apostles throughout the New Testament 
all had dealings with the Holy Spirit and as far as leading them where to go and where to preach and where to teach. Amen. Amen. There are approximately a hundred references to the Spirit of God in the Old Testament that give evidence of His working during that period. Not all, however, see these references as indicating the third person of the Trinity. Uh, for example, um, the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit is never used to indicate a person distinct from the Father and the Son, but rather the divine nature viewed as vital energy. Although it is true that the Old Testament does not reveal the doctrine of the Trinity, still it seems to convey the idea that the Spirit is a person, not simply vital energy. Um, and if we go to... And, we, and that's what it talks about in, in Psalms 104. When we read that, Psalms 104, verse 30, it says, You send forth your spirit, they are created, and you renew the face of the earth. Okay, it is by God's Spirit that man is created physically, and it is by God's Spirit that he is, re, he is recreated spiritually. Okay, so the Spirit, the God's Spirit uh, created man physically, and he created, he recreated him spiritually. So, so when Adam and, and it was, was made in the beginning, the Spirit of the Lord made him, breathe life into him and then uh, with the power of the holy spirit after christ's death we are recreated spiritually okay we are born into this world as as um as sinners okay and and it is not until we accept jesus christ as our lord and savior can we really be saved and after accepting our Lord uh, Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, then the Holy Spirit enters into us and start and recreates us. And that's how we have the renewing of our mind. That's how we get new speech, new language, new thinking, because we're not thinking in the old ways of how we used to think. We're not talking the way we used to talk. We're not conducting ourselves in the manner that we used to. Once we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, the power of the Holy Spirit indwells in us and He starts to change us from the inside out. And, and that's, that's how Christians become different as far as from the old self. The old ways of the man is gone away. And therefore the new man, the new person, the new creature... And with the power of the Holy Spirit, it comes forward. It comes forward. Amen? Amen. <clears throat> it is also important to recognize that the matter of the identity of the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament is not so much a question of what people thought regarding this member of the Godhead as it is to the intention was of God himself who inspired the writers. And we do know from the New Testament that it was the Holy Spirit who was at work in the old time, in the Old Testament times. Um, if we go to um, Acts chapter 7, verse 51. 
Acts chapter 7, verse 51. Acts chapter 7, verse 51. It says, You stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears. You always resist the Holy Spirit as your fathers did, so do you. Right here, he is we're talking about we're talking about that the forefathers uh, always rejected the voices that they've heard. They've always rejected the power of the Holy Spirit back then. They always uh, did not pay attention to 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 the correction that the Holy Spirit gave them at them at that time. Okay, the Spirit's work is in in the creation. Seven verses speak of various aspects of the Spirit work in creation. They are Genesis one and two. Of course, we know by that. Okay, Genesis one verse two. And it says, the earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the water. Okay? And then in Job 26, Job chapters 26, verse 13 says, by his spirit he adorned the heavens, and his hands pierced the fleeting fleeing serpent. Okay, so here it talks about that the spirit adorned the heavens with the stars, the sun, and the moon. Okay, so this is how the scriptures talks about him. Uh, also in 27 verse 3. 27 verse 3, as long as my breath is in me and the breath of God in my nostrils okay here job is talking about the breath of uh the, the breath is in him the, the, the breath that the holy spirit gives if you go to chapter 33 of job chapter 33 of job verse 4 it says the spirit of god has made me and the breath of the almighty gives me life the breath of the almighty gives me life you see that's how we're made. That's how we're made. When that, that, that baby infant child is born out of the mother's womb, the very first breath is given by the Holy Spirit to every person that is born. So what happens after that? What happens when family and their parents and what they teach their children as they grow, do they continue to follow God or do they follow the ways of the world? And that's, that's why we, we have to encourage our children to, to learn about God and to, to teach their children, when they have children, to teach them about God and to teach them to love Jesus and to understand the scriptures. It's very important 
And that's why we see a lot of things that we see in the world today, in our, in our own country, in our streets. We see uh, crime increasing. We see, we see uh, abortion continuing to, 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 to occur. Millions of children uh, are killed because of abortion. Crime in, in, our, in our major cities has gone up. Even, even here in my city of El Paso, Texas, crime has gone up. But if we all, you know, if we all knew Jesus, if we just all would just stop and just get to know who Jesus is and the power of his love, I think we would see a different world. But just like the scripture says in 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 20, 21, people, people who knew the way walked away. People who knew righteousness, people who knew and, and feared God no longer worship Him, no longer follow Him. And that's why they are in worse um, state that they in and so they they are lost to the world God puts them into a reprobate mind a mind that they have no no uh, acknowledgement of God no acknowledgement of God They don't fear God, they don't love God, they don't worship God, nothing. But yet a lot of people walk around with crosses and crucifix and commit crimes and drugs and dealings and beat their wives and children and kill and commit murder and steal and rob and, uh, and, and yet... Uh, they, they all wear this jewelry that represents Christianity. Sometimes when you ask people, hey, well, what does that cross stand for for you? What does it stand for for you? You wear it, but what does it mean to you? And, and people just can't even, they can't answer that question. They, they can't answer that question. It's so, so foreign to them. It's just a piece of jewelry. They, they believe that, that, that God exists and they believe that, um, they believe that, that, uh, that Jesus is the son and he died and that's why we have Easter. And oh yeah, he was born in December 25th and that's why we have Christmas. But that's all they know. They, they have no relationship, no relationship at all whatsoever so that's why they don't fear death they, they just you know they don't fear uh, uh, the repercussions of life after they die they don't, there's no fear it's just like you know I, it doesn't matter we just like we're just here and we leave and that's it we're done so So there's these verses, okay, that, that talk about the spirit working in, in creation. 
Although some feel that these are not clear references to the Spirit, there are there really are no good reason for not considering them to be. Even though in some of these verses, translations will use breath instead of spirit. So you know that's it's it's just um how you how you see it how you see it how you see it how you read it what translation what version of the scriptures you have New King James King James NIB ESV okay there's a lot of other translations that I don't I don't particularly uh, care for um, but I do have them because. Because it's good to uh, have a study a reference, another reference of scripture, another way of viewing things. But sometimes you have to see if it really takes the con the the, uh, the meaning out of the context. You know, the, it takes the meaning out of the word of God. So you have to be careful when you when you have some of these scriptures, these Bibles that people are writing, and who they are, and and what they really uh, know about the scriptures. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that's it for this evening, and um, we're gonna get back uh, to it next week on on uh, on Thursday at seven o'clock, and we're gonna continue to work to talk about the spirit, the spirit's work in creation, his activities, and what he what he has done. Um, and I know um, it's uh, it has a uh, uh, the, the 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 word of God has. Sometimes there's just things that we just don't understand, and there's things that we have to really dig into and, and really uh, ask God to help explain to us what we're reading. And sometimes people can't even read the scriptures because they not they can't understand it. I, I at least try to research and, and look into the background of it, into the commentaries, and and try to to get to know my, the Word of God and. And and I and I've learned so much. Every day I learn something new about the scriptures. There's not one day that goes by that I have not learned something. So every day is a new day, and every day is a learning day. So let's close out right now in prayer, uh, and just ask God to continue to bless us. Amen. Father God, we just come before you. We thank you, Father, for your Holy Spirit. We pray that we continue to study your word and to study the, the power of the Holy Spirit through your Son, Jesus Christ. Because of the cross, Father God, and the resurrection from the dead, Father God, we know that we are saved and the Holy Spirit dwells within us. And we pray that we never lose this righteousness, that we pray that we never lose favor. We pray that we continue to walk in you in the way of your, that your Son has set before us, Father God. And that we be able to talk and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to whoever needs it. We thank you, Father, for salvation. We thank you for redeeming us and making us uh, one again with you, Father. We, we, we thank you for bringing us back into the fold of the beloved. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for what you've done for us. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much. This is Pastor Omar Rivera for the 915 Pastors Roundtable. I pray that you were blessed by this word. Study your scriptures. Dig deep. Dig deep. God bless you. Have a good night. Until next week.